This is John Walton, and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Lighter on Point and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right side, Hello and welcome once again to the Power Play Point Podcast. This is your host, the Blue Liner on Point, talking to you live to tape from Glen Burnie, Maryland. And it's a uh, snow-covered Sunday, February the 18th, 2024. It was a pretty good week for the Caps. And joining me to talk about same is my ever-popular, ever-wonderful, ever-beautiful partner, the one and only mermaid, live from Centerville, Virginia, Anna Knox. Yeah, so you say it was just an okay week for the Caps, but it was someone's birthday yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, get get down to that. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, day actually started out pretty well. Uh, Mrs. Blue Liner took me to the Dutch country farm uh, Amish farmers market out in Laurel. Yum. And yeah, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good stuff there. Got got me some uh, plenty of good stuff there. And uh, I, if you think about it, that that place is like the original Jersey Mike's. <laughs> okay. They churn the butter right in front of you. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, that that's how it started. And then um, we did some. We had to get some groceries. Uh, get get that stuff out of the way because of. Um, well, um, she's having surgery and we need to make sure there's food and stuff in place and uh, all kinds of st- stuff in place for when, when that happens later this week. Um, um, and then I got ambushed um, with a uh, surprise um, multi-guest party at uh, my ex-wife's house. Uh, no, I'm not going to explain that one. <laughs> um and uh yeah complete with uh presents and cake and lots of pizza and um uh enough to make uh, harry from resident alien choke um and um uh, a surprise zoom meeting with uh c4 and robbie and uh um some old friends of mine from high school and i uh, who suck who was Knew all about this, was all prepared, and started reading, fell asleep, and then my computer wouldn't start. It's um, cool. Yeah. You, you're, so you're fine. No, I, I get it. I totally get it. You're, you're fine. I've, I've done that kind of thing myself. So, no, you're fine. You're, well, like you're I fine. said, this is, this is what happens when I'm left alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am like, well, but I'm just going to lay here for a second and read my book. And I was just out. I mean, oh my God. And then like, I woke up like to a message from Robbie, like, Hey, you joining Gil's call. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I had one thing to do yesterday afternoon and apparently I, I couldn't make that happen. So 
Uh, my apologies, not that you needed to see me on Zoom, but you knew I was thinking about you, and I hope you enjoy your gift card. I I did, and uh, thank you very much. There was, of course, there was. Uh... Uh, yeah, that that's uh, okay. So what what Anna's talking about is um, okay. I love to do DoorDash, and uh, Anna sent me a very generous DoorDash gift card. Um, I have a love hate relationship with DoorDash, mostly love, but uh, sometimes they they don't get things right and they don't do what I asked them to do. But uh, it, I think it's a good service, and uh, yeah. So I, I don't I don't unfortunately I don't have with what all I have to do. I don't have time to. No, and neither does Mrs. Blue Liner. We don't have exactly have a whole lot of time to go out and eat, so uh, that that saves us some, some time when she's, especially when you know she's she's working closes and and can't be home. So that's we we do that at least once once or twice a week. So thank you so much, Anna, for that. You are I so welcome. Really, really appreciate that. That's going to help. And did you um, like my did you like my birthday text where it just happened to be a little me jumping out of a cake? <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were saying that. That's been an ongoing joke for now, like six years. <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to show up at somebody's birthday party and I will jump out of a cake. But um, apparently, this year didn't couldn't make it happen. I hit the link and I'm I'm I almost dropped my phone. <laughs> and uh, so so we were actually on our on our way to the. Uh, uh, ambush surprise birthday party and i i, I got the, that's when i got the text from you and i hit the link and i almost dropped my phone and jenny's <laughs> like what what uh, oh uh, anna sent me a gift card and me trying to stay calm me trying to stay uh, calm and that's uh, all good i'm glad but, to, i'm glad to give something that that you'll enjoy and and definitely i wasn't sure of jenny's surgery date but hopefully that'll that'll ease some of the the stress this week yeah yeah i i appreciate that that's for for anyone who's uh interested it's going to be uh this coming tuesday the 20th um so uh good thoughts from everybody much appreciated um and uh, just want to take this opportunity real quick uh for all those um hockey fam and non-hockey fam uh thanks for the uh the good wishes yesterday all day yesterday and continuing in today thank you so much for all of that all the kind words um especially tom gobble with the original post thank yeah, you sir good tom he was like thank on you. it thank you sir um so uh yeah but uh, not to waste too much time with that because uh well we don't have a whole lot of time today mm -hmm. and we have three games to cover so let's just go ahead and jump right Do into it. that real quick uh first game uh super bowl sunday um early in the oh, afternoon yes. um yeah it was a good game against uh one of the number one teams uh, the top team well the top team in the west uh the vancouver canucks hosted them in a matinee game and uh well it, it, it one it was against the top team two was a matinee game and three they were kind of discombobulated from um pl not playing well although the game before 24 hours well that was the other thing it was a back-to-back in a day game, but I, I thought they played fairly well in this one. They, they did pretty good. I thought. Um, I, didn't, I, I honestly, and I know we had joked about this uh, with Robbie that um, there always seems to be like the matinee Super Bowl kind of jinx. And I kind of thought that's what this was going to be, but I was happy with, with what I saw. Yeah. I don't think they played badly. I no. didn't like, well, nobody, I'm sure nobody, 
around here like the way that it ended. Um, no, God, no. I know one person in Vancouver who's a Caps fan who probably didn't like the way that it ended, but I think overall is a, a pretty good effort. Um, so let's uh, run down the scoring uh, real quick. 108 into the first period. Um, Nick Dowd gets his eighth. Uh, Obe Kubel and Sandine on the assist on that one. Caps take a quick lead. Ten minutes later, Connor Garland of uh, the Canucks uh, ties it. So it's 1-1, one, one, end of one. Go into the second, and Alex Ovechkin uh, gets his 13th. Now, is this, I think this was like his second game where this was still part of the streak, um, I'm pretty sure. Um, is this second or third game? No, uh, right, the Dallas game from the break was where he got his. So this was, yeah, this is still in the middle of the streak. I think it was like his second or third straight game with a goal. His 13th, Stroman Oshi, that line has been killer. Mm-hmm. Um, 7.37 in the second, take the lead back. Uh, Hoglander for the Canucks, uh, 16th. Uh, Pedersen and uh, Quinn Hughes of the Hughes Brothers Trio ties it, uh, 8.48. So uh, we're tied all the way through the third period, no scoring. And then overtime comes, and then, oh boy. Um, well, we're not going to talk about the actual Super Bowl itself because, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a bummer too, but. Um, it's kind of strange that the same result kind of happened for the teams we wanted to win in. Both yeah. Uh, what are the chances? I mean, like, let, let's, let's be real. Cause I, I watched obviously this because the Super Bowl wasn't on until freaking six 30. Um, there's like really five seconds left and like, and then, and then however many hours later, uh, six hours later in the Super Bowl, we're five seconds, three seconds, and and both teams lose. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm sure we all saw the play, but to recap it once again, um, Connor McMichael um was trying to do a breakout from uh, behind his goal. He was trying to get it up to John Carlson, who, for some reason, moved the opposite direction of where the puck was going. So I I will say I would say that it's not I would not put that all on Connor McMichael because mm-hmm. I, I knew what his intention was. Get it to the guy who is supposed to be your best guy with the puck and break it out of the zone. Well, something went. I missed communication. Off. Off kilter, you know, ass backward, uh, whatever you want to call it, with the communication between those two and John Carlson zigged when he should have zagged, and the puck ended up on um, somebody else's stick. That somebody else being J.T. Miller, who put it away for the win with, uh, as Anna said, five freaking seconds left in the OT period. Um, and as Robbie said, not that I personally would have been happy with the shootout, but at least with the shootout, you still had a chance. But yeah, uh, game over. And <sighs> but I mean, it's still the number one team, and you still held them basically to two goals in sixty minutes, and yeah. and, and twenty nine shots overall, and you got thirty three shots on them, um, only two chances on the power play. So, eh. but. Um, power play lot- and the um, face off. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I can, okay. I can leave it. But you know, not bad. Uh, second period was actually pretty good overall. I thought uh, fifteen shots on goal, 
And um, so the, for the good part of the game, yeah, they outplayed the number one team um, five on five. Um, so, you know, can't be too, can't be too displeased with that. And it, it, they got, they got the loser point out of it. So, you know, we'll, we'll take it. Like I mm-hmm. said, we'll, we'll take it. Didn't like the ending, but we'll take it. So walk away from that. Uh, and then uh, a couple days later, um, Valentine's day, Eve, um, stay at home and face the team that uh, gave them a Royal spanking about a week and a half before, uh, Colorado avalanche, um, um, I, I'm going to make no secret of this. Uh, they're actually my pick to win the cup this year. Um, largely right. because, well, largely because they were my pick to win the cup last year, but, um, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I think, I think they've got it. I, I think, um, Vancouver's guys are too young. They're going to, they're going to, you know, not play the way they're playing in the, in the playoffs. It's, it's always that, uh, just below the top team that that seems to make it and and they got a lot of they got a lot of guys who have been there been through the wars and you know and and uh, i still say nathan mckinnon's the best in the league oh, right I, now. i i agree with the mckinnon i don't know i'm thinking florida uh it could be a colorado florida matchup i i would love to see that mm-hmm. but uh, i think colorado takes it okay. um, eventually i think i think the i think florida takes it <laughs> Very interesting to see. Uh, not, okay. that not that I'm rooting, but yes, anyways. Yeah, your, your expert analytical opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I totally, totally get it. Um, okay, so quick run, rundown of the scoring. Uh, Ross Colton gets his 11th. Uh, Miles Wood and Arturi Lekkonen insists on that. one nothing, 246 in. Um, about two minutes later, Devon Taves, his ninth. Uh, Johansson and Cagliano with the assist on that one, 2 nothing. Avalanche and uh, yeah, I remember this game. We're uh, just like Pet- Pepperidge Farm does. I thought immediately, okay, uh, Christ, here we go again. Well, not to be, not to be. I was pleasantly surprised because four and a half minutes later, um, Beck Malenstein gets his fifth. Uh, Faravari is tenth assist, and Nick Dowd on the assist on that one pulls him within one. And then forty-four seconds later, at exactly ten minutes into the period. Connor McMichael, his eighth way to bounce back from uh, the bad ending. Uh, Mantha on the assist on that one. So um, five minutes, just about five minutes um, after they fall behind to nothing, they're dead even again. And that showed a lot of fight, I thought. So, mm-hmm. I, okay, here we got a game again. We've got, we got something. And, um, okay, full disclosure, um, yeah, maybe I ought to quit my game career as a gambler because i had this big ass parlay bet on this game and i rarely talk about this i i i know but i i I think everybody will get a laugh out of this i had this big ass parlay bet and a parlay bet for those who not familiar with not that i want anybody to get in the habit but it's a bet where you take a game or multiple events or multiple options within a game so like for this game i had uh, Devon Taves getting like two shots on goal, uh, McKinnon getting three shots on goal, Ovechkin getting two, two or three, I forget what it was, shots on goal, uh, and, and stuff like that. A bunch of bets like that. And I had, uh, both Beck Malenstein and Connor Mc, uh, Connor McMichael not scoring in this game. And those were the only two items I missed on. Damn. So... Yeah, that was I. I don't know. Maybe I was in some whole other astral plane at that time, and I don't know. But 
Yeah, those are the only two things I got wrong. Everything else I got right. It's like eight or nine things I, I put in. They all came through except for those two things. I don't know why I thought those two wouldn't score, but they did. Um, but yeah, thank thank goodness for them. So uh, I'm was glad to be wrong, at least in aspect that aspect. Um, so along comes the second period. Caps are keeping up pretty well until about eight fifty in the second, and uh, Arturi Lekkinen, um uh, jumps on the score sheet again his fourth uh he just came back from injury although uh so his totals would be higher otherwise uh so his fourth colton and uh, uh Byram on insists on that one and then miko ranton in his 29th uh, you talk about tearing it up him and mccannon those those guys are a uh yeah they they're tearing things up that whole line so lekkinen and mckinnon uh on the assists on that one so uh hmm. lekkinen rantanen lekkinen rantanen Lekkanen, Rantanen, Lekkanen, Rantanen, Lekkanen, Rantanen. Sounds like a freight train going off the rails. No, it doesn't. But... So so we're, that was 17.03, his goal uh, in the second. So we're 4-2 in the third, and uh, Caps are lagging behind. Then the Caps get a power play about eight minutes in, and Ovechkin can, uh, continues his streak, his 14th on the power play. Carlson and Mantha, the assists on that one. Like seeing Mantha on the power play, a good reward for the season he's having. Um, and then the game kind of drags on and on and on, and the Caps are fighting but not getting the scoring chances they need. So they pull the goalie, and yeah, it uh, doesn't go well. Um, I think the this, this score is a little distorted because uh, Colorado ends up getting two empty netters, one from Lekin and one from Miles um, Wood. Um, so it ends up being a 6-3 win for the Avalanche. Um, but I thought they I thought they uh, kept up pretty well. Bella obviously approves. Um, All right, I'm so, going to open the back door so they can go bark at whatever delivery person is in our neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> Give me just one sec. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the penalty minutes. I, don't, I can't... I, don't remember Caps getting so much in penalty. Oh, okay. Okay. Most of that was a 10-minute misconduct at John Carlson. Yeah, I think he was none too pleased with the officiating, but uh, more on that, a lot more on that a little bit later. Um, shots on goal. Caps started pretty well with 12 in the first period. Then they kind of tailed off, uh, ramped it up a bit back in the third with nine. Um, but yeah, um, they got three, but... You know, when you're dealing with a high-powered offense like what Colorado has, uh, you need more. Um, you definitely need more. So, uh, so there's that. So, on to on yeah. to the uh, the last game in the week. Uh, Caps had a nice long break, three-day break into yesterday, um, which is my birthday game. Um, so, Caps went up to. Um, La Belleville in um, Montreal, in the province of Quebec, to face the Canadiens. And, uh, okay, going to run down this game. Uh, who else? Anthony Mantha breaks open the scoring at 340. Uh, you know he gets fired up for these games in his home province. Uh, Protus, Protus and Jensen on the assists on that one. Uh, and then I like um, hearing Protus's name. I like hearing it, too, and I thought he had a very good game. I hope this is, like, the beginning of a lot better for him. Yeah. Um, he kind of went a little, a little quiet there for a little bit and was making me yeah. concerned, but I'm, I'm glad to see this. 
Yes, yes, definitely. So he he came through when he was needed. Always a good sign. Uh, Arbor Jackeye uh, tied the game. Can we just, can I just say, like, when I look at a name like that, like, that's exactly why people laugh about hockey and, and like, uh, names that you're like, what is that? How do you even say that? Like, look, X-H-E-K-A-J. And that's such a great name for a hockey player, Jack Eye. As oh, in, that's totally, what he's going to do. But it's just you. if I was to look at that, I, I mean, like uh, someone who uh, hadn't watched the sport, I'd be like, oh, "What?" <laughs> but it, it just is funny because it's like Mantha, Oshi, <laughs> New Hook, Milano, like you know, names that you're like, and then there's that one, and it's like, holy shit, that's just like, it's just one of those funny like SNL kind of moments. Yeah, that's going to go down as one of the great hockey names of all time, I think. Even if he never, ever plays another game again. <laughs> True. Uh, okay, so Caps take the lead back five minutes later, and they go on a power play, um, which they should have had a power play earlier in the game, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, TJ Oshie, his 10th of the year and career number 300. So fantastic. Him. So well-deserved. Strom and Ovechkin on the assist on that one. And yeah, that one, uh, yeah, uh, his his usual spot in the bumper position, he slams it home. And it's, yeah, it, it's, it's uh, I, I wish, I, I really wish that one was at home, but, you know, we'll take it any way we can get it. And you knew he was going to knock on the door and it's great to see him in double digits again. Yeah, he's been and, looking hot. Yeah, he's, he's uh, been looking. He's, he's been looking. I'm, you know, you don't want to say like old Oshi because, like, um, I mean, how we've all aged, but he he's been looking. He's been looking good, and I've been, and he looks happy, and so I'm liking that because I'm not seeing like you know uh, pain in their face, like that there's an injury or something that we're not being uh, privy to. Yeah, yeah, and that's that. That's always a good thing. He he definitely looks like he's a lot more comfortable playing which is which is always 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 a good thing um so we go into the second caps up 2-1 um new hook you just mentioned uh ties it for the canadians 1615 in joel armia on the assist on that one and then uh sonny milano who is uh just came back from the lineup uh gets <laughs> his fifth and uh, he attacked the net courtesy of uh, Pacioretty and Edmondson on the assist. So he went, took a straight beeline to the net and said, Om nom 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 nom. Om nom nom nom. Who got the puck? Me got the puck. Me want the puck. No, no, not the cookie. Me want the puck. Me want the puck. Not, not puck. Me say puck. Not that other thing that say up. Uh, me want the puck. Me want cookie too. I'm only letting it go because it's your birthday weekend. Okay. All right. Um, so he uh, puts the Caps back up again, and then that guy again, who always seems to play well against the Caps, Nick Suzuki, uh, don't call him Ford, Honda, uh, or anything else, or Harley Davidson, even Nick Suzuki, um, his 20th, uh, Slavkovsky and Matheson on the assist, and then on the power play <laughs> um, that they probably should not have had. Um 9.45, but then uh, a couple minutes later, uh, Alexei Protas, his fourth with the game winner. Love it. Uh, Alden Mantha on the assist on that one makes it 4-3, and now we would end 
without um, some. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm totally with you. I did some barking myself at at the, at the TV because uh, last that last five minutes. Oh boy. Oh man. Um. So what I'm talking about, what I've been leading up to is. Well, I'll just say their names right now and not not out of pleasure, not not the usual kind of say my name type of thing. The on ice officials for this particular game. Um, Francis Sharon and Carter Sandlack were the referees. A guy by the name of Bevan Mills and another guy, Derek Nansen, were the linesmen for this game sanctioned by the National Hockey League. Okay, so the power play that the Caps should have had about, oh, two, three minutes in or so um, that I'm referring to is the, okay, so there was a play behind the Canadian's net. Dylan Strom got clipped up high by a high stick, by a Canadian's high stick. The officials huddled up and decided, oh, no, he was hit with his own stick. Uh, not true. He was Ridiculous. not hit was it with his own stick. He was hit by the offending player's stick. And no, that stick was not pushed by T.J. Oshie. I don't care how many times you see the replay. I don't care what kind of spin or bend you want to put on it. T.J. Oshie did not knock the guy's hit stick up and consequently hit Strom in the face. No, you watch the replay properly and the stick moved of its own volition and hit Strom squarely in the cheek. Okay, that is what happened. I didn't need five times seeing the replay to know that's what happened. I didn't need any special angle from Toronto to know that that's what happened. Right. For some reason, these four idiots got together and decided, oh, no, that's not what happened. He hit himself in the face with his own stick. That right. was their announcement. That's embarrassing. What is, it's embarrassing. What is this, a Three Stooges? You hit yourself with your own stick. What the hell? That was bad enough. And then with the, there was the, the slew of missed calls that, I don't know if they were just, I'm sure they have like Starbucks or the equivalent in, in Canada. I don't know if they were on an extended latte break up there or what, but they just refused to call anything much after that. Oh, and then, and then with about two minutes left, they decided or halfway through the third, they decided to start calling penalties again, but only on the capitals. Yeah. A phantom slash against Brendan Gallagher. Now, I'm not going to let Monumental off the hook. Their camera angles were piss poor in this game. Okay? But I didn't see any slash. I didn't see any slash on that play. If anything, Gallagher tripped over Carlson and fell into the goal cage. That's what I saw. I didn't see any slash. So how you could call slashing is beyond me. And then 10 minutes later, I don't know. I, I don't know what this was about. 
Tom Wilson gets a high sticking call? Uh, what did, what, I can't. I didn't see. There was no. There wasn't. There was it, it, it didn't it didn't happen. I didn't see I did not see Tom Wilson's stick raised above his waist in the, yep. the replays that I saw. So how can you call that high sticking? They're stupid. Unreal. But that even not even that was the stupidest. Not even that. Is as crazy as that sounds, not even all of that put together was the absolute dog shit worst here's the worst okay you remember i mentioned the guy bevan mills yeah um evidently he doesn't know jack eye about the freaking rules of the game and by the way if you have the nhl app you can go to the front page of said app you can go to the more if you're in the app and go to the more section and under the NHL section, there's a section that says rule book. You go to the rule book. You can hit the download button. And conveniently enough, there is the official rules as of 2023, 24. And if you scroll down to the right page about icing. It says how that is to be handled. It tells you exactly how that's supposed to work. And there's a specific rule. 81.6 numerical strength and i quote if the puck was so shot by a player of a side below the numerical strength of the opposing team play shall continue and the icing violation shall not be called when a yep. team is short-handed quote unquote as a result of the penalty, and the penalty is about to expire, the decision is whether an icing shall be determined, blah, 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 blah. Okay, final paragraph. When a team is, quote, unquote, shorthanded by reason of a major penalty and they've neglected to ensure, blah, blah. Well, okay, so none of that applies. Sorry, I thought it did. None of that applies to this situation. The first paragraph did. So basically, icing, if you are shorthanded, is legal. What that means is you can shoot the puck down the ice and force the other team to go get it, go retrieve it, thus helping to kill the penalty. It's legal. It's not a violation. It should not have been called. This dumbass linesman was two seconds away from calling a face-off in the cap's end, and then he realized his mistake, his partner kind of sidles up to him and says, hey, uh, that, yeah, that was wrong. <laughs> Flat out wrong. So they made the face off at center ice. I don't know about you, Anna, but if I forgot the hell how to do my job conveniently for any amount of time, I would be fired. Oh, 100%. How do you not know your job is to enforce the rules of the game, every one of them. It's bad enough if you miss an offside call. We got replays to cover that. It's bad enough that you mess up a goal call. We got replays to cover that. This isn't replay eligible. This is the kind of thing that this is their one job. This is 
their area of expertise. How do you not freaking know? I mean, what? This was, this was, this had to be the on ice brain fart of all time. I'm, look, I'm telling you, this guy, Bevan Mills, if it were up to me, he would be fired from the league right now. And the only job he would hold down would be to clean the toilets in a Tim Hortons in the Yukon Territory. There is no excuse for that. Patrick Kirshner, Patrick Kirshner summed it up the best. He he was like he made a comment in the chat room. Uh, he was he he said something like, "If I were head of officiating, I'd be like to all four of them. Yeah, see me in my office now." Yeah, exactly. Uh, appalling. It, it, yeah, perfect word. Perfect word for it, appalling. Completely appalling. You are in charge of a game. You are partly in charge of a game that counts in league standings that right. people are putting money on. You have one job. <laughs> that professionals are paid to play, one of which is you. You right. are a professional. Your job is to make sure that game is covered properly. And you failed miserably at a critical moment. Well, I'm going to say their names again. All right. Carter Sandlack, Bevan Mills, Francis Sharon, and I don't have the game in front of me, so I forgot the last guy, uh, which is might be a good thing because he might have been the, not the worst. Derek Nansen, if these four guys, any of them, are allowed to officiate even a first-round playoff game, I want to know. I want to know because that will mean that the standard of officiating has officially fallen, and it has fallen. This was... I, I don't know. I don't know what other word for it. So if if you got virgin ears, go ahead and cover them. This was a big pile of bullshit. Big time. Absolute big time. Terrible. All right. So I, I you know, I don't like wasting time on that, but it had to be called out. It was called out all over Twitter. It was called out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Hockey fans gather. That's infuriating. You know, appalling, infuriating, you know, big old what the fuck um, out, moments. Yeah, whip out your thes- thesaurus. It, yeah. <sighs> so, and it's and it's one of those things where it's like, it's just, uh, especially when you have so many people watching and everyone else is like, what the fuck? Like, this is what we see. And you, one person, see something different and your say counts. You know, it's like. Just glad that we had a win because it really would have been, um, you know, blown up on social media had we lost. Freaking (laughs) pleptic if they had lost because of this. Yeah. But yeah, when when the second I saw his arm go up, I was like, what the effing F are you doing? What are you freaking doing? Yeah. Because I knew. You know, and I'm just. 
I'm just a 50-year-old fat guy who's been watching games nine-tenths of his life. And I knew that. Crying out loud. But, hey, Mr. Evil Commissioner Bettman, I know you're not listening. But if somehow this gets back to you, please do something about this. Please. Because it's becoming amateur hour. There's people who ref beer league games, I know, that could do 1,000% better than this. Right. All right, rant over. Okay. All right. So um, let's quickly go through previews of coming attractions. Uh, next week is going to be kind of, well, all right. So going to skip to Tuesday. Next game for the Caps is Tuesday the 20th. Um, they stay home against the yes they stay home against the come back home against the devils for one quick mm-hmm. game seven o'clock puck drop uh then it's a quick trip uh, down to florida uh first the lightning on the 22nd seven o'clock game and then saturday the 24th against the panthers six o'clock puck drop and that ends our coverage week uh and then they go in the next week uh, it's a monday night game and robbie's talking about doing a watch along for the third period um for that game against ottawa back mm-hmm. at home so all right so that is the immediate future for our capitals and of course the clock is ticking towards the trade deadline we're about three weeks or so away from that so it's going to be very interesting to see what decisions are made uh but yeah we're uh, getting pretty close uh kind of hoping it's not a big sell-off to be honest with you but you know like i said decisions to be made they need to go they right. need to figure it out and quick so gonna be interesting but you know, we'll we'll see um all right anna did you have anything that I didn't. you wanted to put out there before we no, i'm glad you had a good birthday um it wasn't a terrible week i'm i'm honestly not feeling super optimistic going into this next week's game yeah, I, I, I kind of give that. it like a one out of three. I yeah, I get it. Uh, I think we got a good shot against the Devils, Detroit. I'm not so sure about beyond that. I'm not. Uh, well, going into week after next anyway. But yeah, the Florida trip might be uh, um, oh brutal. Yeah, kind of brutal. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. We got we got some you know we got some guys who are playing for their job. So you never know. But very um, true. I did promise you a little something, though, and I just sent it to you since um, you will unfortunately not be a part of our uh, broadcast with uh, on via Sports on the Hill, our content partners, uh, <laughs> starring Robbie Gross. Oh, uh, the crown. <laughs> and that, that right there is what you missed during our Zoom conference. Uh, uh, yes. Damn. M- Mrs. That's Blue true. Liner um, pulled out all the stops and. Uh, yeah. Had but me I got wear you that shirt. That that abomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I got the shirt. Sort of there. <laughs> I got the shirt. Um, I'll I'll trust trust me. I'll be wearing that. Oh my god, that's great. That crown. That's classic. Yeah. Good um, <laughs> I promised. I also promised Robbie on the uh the uh our Zoom cast that I would be wearing that, um, for the show tomorrow night. I love it. Uh, you know what? I can handle that. Cowboy hat, not so much. Okay. Okay. That's cool. 
But yeah, I wanted to, I wanted you to be able to see since uh, you wouldn't be able to make it tomorrow. Yeah, I know my family's coming back and, and we've just got this crazy week. And like on Tuesday, I have to do, I'm at school at 7.30 on Tuesdays and Thursdays and we have to stay for a science family night. So mm. I will literally be there 7.30 to 7.30. Yeah, this is the type. This is the the part of the year if if you're involved with anything with a, with a school that uh, things really start to ramp up. Yeah, because it's it's, a, it's the second full semester, a marking yeah. period, and grades need to be collected, and it's uh, field trips need to be planned. Oh, yeah, I trust me. I know the whole nine yards backwards <laughs> and forwards. Yeah, so that'll be um, me not being there Monday because my family's coming back that night. Um, but I appreciate represent as well with the, the crown and all. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and no, I I'm sorry, but I will not, I will not post it and I'm swearing Anna to secrecy as well. So if you want to see me with this thing, you're going to have to tune in Monday <laughs> night at about nine o'clock sports on the hill podcast. It is worth it. So. All right, so that'll do it for uh, this episode number 248 for the Power Play Point podcast. And so for the Mermaid Ananox, this is the Blue Liner on Point signing off and reminding you that, uh, well, I had the pleasure of chaperoning oxygen and magnesium that who went out on the date. Everyone was like, O-M-G. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah and let's go caps. Um, go caps. This has been another episode of the Power Play Point Podcast. All episodes are available from Apple Podcasts, the Podbean app, blueliner77.podbean.com, and now available from Stitcher. Music by Joe McAllister, voiceover by Jeffrey Conkle. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Play Point Podcast. Thanks for listening. Oh, gosh, gal. <laughs> Do you think of these on your own? You have Sometimes. To. Yeah. That was that one. That was one. Okay.